Hi there, welcome to Claim the Stage, a podcast about public speaking and speaking up. If you struggle with saying what you want to say on stage, on camera, or in conversation, you're in the right place. I'm Angela Lucier, your host. I'm also an author, professional speaker, and CEO and founder of the Speaker Sisterhood, a network of public speaking clubs for women. If you want to practice the tips you learn on this podcast, you can check out a Speaker Sisterhood club as a guest for free. Learn more at speakersisterhood.com. Welcome back to Claim the Stage. Today is number three in our four-part series all about speaker sisterhood and what we do here. You may have been listening to the podcast for years hearing me say, I have this company called Speaker Sisterhood, and maybe you have been interested in checking it out, but haven't known what it is. So I'm interviewing members and leaders to tell you about your ex- their experience with the organization. And the reason I'm doing that right now is because we say it's about public speaking. We say, come and learn how to build your skills, feel more comfortable, feel more confident, but it's actually so much more than that. And as you'll hear in my conversation today with Jennifer Cummings Hillary, she shares some of the other benefits she's gotten from the program that have reached beyond speaking, you know, public speaking. And I think if you're someone who feels a lot of emotion and tends to hold it back, you'll definitely be able to relate to Jen's journey. If you're someone who is seeking community and support and camaraderie and empowerment among a group of women, I think you'll enjoy Jen's journey. (laughs) And if you're looking for a place to just practice and show up without having to be perfect and take the pressure off, this episode is for you. (laughs) So let me tell you a little bit about Jen before we go on into the conversation. Jen is a club leader, which means she has her own club in Speaker Sisterhood that you can join or check out if you want to. And we talk about how to do that at the end of our conversation. She's also a lawyer, an active volunteer in her community, and a published writer. As an attorney, Jennifer was recognized for her writing skills and oral advocacy. And after taking a break from the legal world, Jennifer has found great fulfillment volunteering and serving on the boards of various not-for-profit organizations, political campaigns, and as an elected town meeting member. She was recently awarded an Outstanding Service Award from her alma mater, Skidmore College. And she has two speeches in our book, The Secrets of the Sisterhood, 45 Stories of Love, Truth, and Power. And she loves spending time with her family, her husband and three children, two cats and a dog. And they remind her of the joy that exists in all the little things in life. And I think if you listen to the last episode with Liz Nania, she talked about her experience and how her club leader was very supportive and helpful to her as she started to really face, you know, what it was like to stand in front of a group talking. And the club leader she's referring to is Jen, today's guest. So if you are interested in checking out Speaker Sisterhood, if you want to be part of our organization, there's a couple different ways you can do that right now. Number one, you can check out, check out Jen's club. She's it's She has open enrollment. You can check it out anytime as a guest. They meet twice a month on Thursdays. Or you can check out our new program, Speaker Sisterhood Express, which is a compressed, accelerated version of our club experience where you join for six months and you go on this journey with 10 other women and you watch public speaking classes that I 
put together, you get a chance to give a planned speech every month, and you go on this deep exploration of yourself and your beliefs and your stories and your fears and your dreams, and it really becomes a whole life transformation process. So if you want more information, you can go to speakersisterhood.com. I also included some links in the show notes to get you moving to those next places if what you hear resonates with you. So without further ado, here is my interview with Jen Cummings-Hillary. Jen, welcome to Claim the Stage. Thank you. Nice to see you. You too. I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts about your experience with Speaker Sisterhood. Can you tell everyone when you originally joined? Yes, I joined a little over three years ago. Uh, A friend had started a club uh, in my community and I went to check it out. And what were you expecting when you went to the launch party? I really had no idea what to expect. I went uh, really with an open mind. I had never been a part of a public speaking club before, but knew that I did a lot of public speaking in my professional and personal life. So thought it was worth exploring what the group had to offer. Would you consider yourself to be a strong public speaker like before you joined Speaker Sisterhood? I would have considered myself to be a capable public speaker. <laughs> yeah. I I didn't shy away from opportunities to public speak, but I certainly always had butterflies and there were things I wanted to improve on. Mm-hmm. So when you um, went to the launch party, was it what you had expected in terms of like the format and the the benefits of membership and things like that? It was immediately apparent to me in that first meeting that something special was happening for all the women in that room. I recall the leader of the group asking us all to share why we were there. And there was an immediate uh, real honesty and vulnerability that all of the women there were showcasing. And I got sucked right in and became very vulnerable when it became my turn to share. And uh, it, it was it was clear it was a special community. So what made you decide to sign up for it? In that first meeting, as I reflected on my public speaking journey, I realized that there were moments when I spoke uh, both in a professional or community-based context, community leadership-based context. And in when I spoke in my personal life, that emotion would showcase itself. And I was always a little bit ashamed of that emotion rearing its head. Sometimes the emotion felt like tears coming. Sometimes tears did actually come uh, or I I felt, you know, I just felt a little on edge as there was emotion coming and showing itself. And I decided I should join because I wanted to stop that emotion from interfering with what I wanted to say. And I didn't want that emotion to be present in my speaking. I was afraid that the emotion indicated I wasn't capable and wasn't confident. Oh, interesting. And so what did you learn in Speaker Sisterhood about those, I guess, that perception of emotion and vulnerability? 
what was amazing to me from very early on was the feedback that I received from the other members was the opposite of what I expected it to be. They said, in fact, the emotion that I brought to the table in the stories and speeches I told made what I was saying more powerful. They could see I was deeply connected to what I was speaking about, and I really cared about what I was speaking about. And in fact, it it was like a superpower for me because I was not afraid to show that emotion. Uh, And so it really transformed my relationship with emotion. I think one of the most you know, impactful statements was that I shouldn't apologize for being emotional. So when it came, I just kept speaking as opposed to apologizing for it. And that was really a wonderful advice that my fellow speaker sisters gave me. Well, I'm imagining the moments when you're, you're standing in front of your group or, you know, presenting in front of the computer and you can feel something stirring inside you, like some sort of you know, feelings, maybe like a tear is forming. What are you telling yourself now in that moment versus what you might've told yourself four years ago? I am telling myself it's okay. Let, let it come and keep going. And I am hoping that the audience is seeing this just as part of Uh, my relationship with what I'm saying and are part of being human. I know you spoke recently on another podcast about showing our humanity. And I think this falls right into that. We all have deep emotions that are worth sharing with others. And we can all relate to one another's emotions on a particular topic. Well, it must feel now too that what you talk about has no limits because you don't have to worry about going into that Um, the depth of those feelings that might show up because anything that happens is okay. So you don't have to censor yourself or stop yourself before you get to something that might be tricky and, you know, activate a feeling that could, you know, bring about emotions on stage. Well, I've also really practiced taking a breath and taking a moment and, and being comfortable in a pause as I work through any emotion I might be feeling. That's an excellent point. There are a lot of speakers who are afraid of silence and they think that if they stop talking for even one second, they're going to lose their audience or they're going to appear like they don't know what to say next or they lost their place. But pausing is actually so powerful, both for the speaker to be able to, you know, just sort of bring yourself back to the moment, but also for the audience to catch up to you and to digest everything you've said already. So I love that you're bringing that up and it might seem like a small thing, but it's actually huge. And to be able to give yourself and your audience that space is such a huge gift to just be able to process that moment. I'm wondering if what you learned about letting your emotions be present in your public speaking also trickles into your life. Like if you're having a conversation with a friend or you're in a professional setting, having a conversation and you feel emotion, you know, coming to the surface, do you hide it in those situations or do you feel that that's a a superpower at that time as well? It's really permeated now my life. Uh, It started in the walls of speaker sisterhood and it's absolutely 
uh, translated to having more comfortable conversations in all aspects of my life. That's you. That's huge. That's life changing. It really is. It really is. Because you get I, to uh, show up a hundred percent. Yes, it's true. I was asked to give a toast at a family Thanksgiving, and I stood up. And this was in while I was in Speaker Sisterhood, and I started to give the toast, and the sentimental feelings started rising as I was giving the toast, and I got a little verklempt. And uh, I just, you know, I just kept going and everyone clapped and it was lovely. And I, I didn't regret showing those feelings at all. That's great. What else have you benefited or how else have you benefited from being a member of Speaker Sisterhood or a club leader? Because you've had your own club for a couple of years as well. Yes. A, a couple other um, things that I think about being benefits of being part of this organization. One, I really have recognized the value of practice. I really feel like public speaking, like everything else, you know, when we're little, they tell us riding a bike, the more you practice, the better you get. And I truly believe that the more you practice, the more comfortable you feel public speaking, the more confident you feel. And the the format of these meetings, the agenda is so fun and enjoyable that you almost forget you're practicing, but each week you are. And I recall being at a town meeting a couple years into my speaker sisterhood journey, and I stood up to speak at a microphone in front of you know, over 100 fellow town meeting members. And after I spoke, an acquaintance came up to me and said, I really see that you are speaking more confidently, more comfortably. And he knew I was part of Speaker Sisterhood. And he said, I really, I really think that speaking club is helping you. And I felt so proud because I felt so much more comfortable and confident up there. And I know it's because of that, that practice I was doing every month. That's such a good point. And it's really not something you're born with. It's something that you continue to work on and cultivate. Is there a part of the meeting that you like the most in terms of either the way that you experience it or the benefit you get from it? Because we have, you know, check-in questions, we have planned speeches and then feedback and impromptu speeches. Is there a part you look forward to the most? I love that initial check-in question. I love and I love the impromptu speech portion. Uh, and usually um, as a club leader, I try to tie the two together in some type of a theme. But I think most people aren't giving featured speeches, most club members, some are of course, but I think we're called upon as people to speak impromptu more than we are uh, in a sort of planned speaking engagement. So those really, I find to be have been the most beneficial for me. And I see that helping my club members as well. Yeah. What else have you gained from your membership? The other thing, I think a lot of people think, oh, public speaking club, are there other skills you're going to gain as well? And for me, it's really highlighted the importance of listening and the power of listening. And each week, or excuse me, 
depending on how often your club meets, usually every other week. Uh, you hear the stories of so many women and oftentimes personal stories come, come up and the power of being there and listening and that building of empathy and understanding that comes from being an engaged listener is a wonderful skill that for me has been equally as important as the speaking element. Uh, when you're an active, engaged listener, using your whole body to show your listening, you know, having an open heart and an open mind as you hear all these women's experiences and stories and speeches, it's really a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love that you brought that part up too. I think that's something we don't talk about enough as well. And talk about a skill that you can take with you anywhere, you know, and being able to show up in relationships and at work and really hear what your coworkers are saying or what your, your friends are telling you and not just waiting for your time to respond and, you know, try to interject yourself into the conversation, but to really understand what's happening. That is absolutely a critical skill. And I, I find it's not common <laughs> and I think it should be more common. So I think, um, I don't know how many people would think of themselves as a good listener or needing to build listening skills, but if anyone listening notices that people in their life tell them you should, you know, pay attention or listen more, like this is a skill that we can, we can help with too, because it's not just a speaking club. It's a listening club too. It's it true. <laughs> Anything else you want to share about your experience that just kind of has helped you to be a better speaker, to be a stronger writer, to be, I don't know, anything that maybe came out of your experience that you want to share? I love the community of women that I have connected with through uh, both the club I'm a member in and the club that I lead. I leave feeling so inspired. And again, I, I never would have imagined feeling that way after I left every club meeting, but I do. I feel inspired and uh, really that the women there lift each other up. Uh, and it's a really special experience to be in a virtual room of women, um, at one time, a physical room, all supporting each other through doing hard things. Absolutely. Anything you would say to someone who's maybe considering joining, but is feeling a little, I don't know, on the fence or reluctant just getting in the door, virtual door for the first time, it is so worth it. And uh, to, to just to do that, because I think what they will see is a really special experience that they will absolutely benefit from. Yeah. And last week on the podcast, I had Liz Nania, one of your members on the show to talk about her experience. And she had such wonderful things to say about your leadership skills and ability to make members and guests feel comfortable and create a space for people to show up and just be there with whatever skill set level and comfort level they have and to help them along on their journey. So do you want to share when your club meets in case anyone is interested in kind of getting a, a sense of speaker sisterhood through your club? Sure. We meet Thursdays, 1130 to 1:30, two Thursdays a month virtually. That's it's, Eastern time. Yes. That's Eastern time. Okay. We would love to have folks come check us out. Yeah. So that is 
you can go to speakersisterhood.com and click on the club directory and you can check out Jen's page, which like she said, 11, uh, 11.30 to one thirty on Thursdays and send her a message through the website and she will give you all the information you need to check out her meeting. So anything else you want to share, Jen, before we finish up? That, that is it. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show and uh, I appreciate you sharing your insights and I really appreciate you being part of our organization. You've been such a, an amazing communicator within our leadership team and helping us to grow and build together. You've been such a, just a consistent force here to help your members and to just be part of something that is doing important work and contributing your own special talents and perspective. And I just really appreciate it. So. Thank you. Well, thank you, Angela. It's really a pleasure to be working with you and and thank you for being the creative mind before this amazing, amazing club idea. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts to say thanks. Also, if you'd like to support the show and say thanks in another way, you can now do that by hitting the support button in the show notes. You can set up a monthly recurring payment of 99 cents to $10 to whatever fits your budget. All payments go directly to me. All right, I'd like to say thanks to Kelly Vogel for producing my music. This show is created in the Glitter Closet in Holyoke, Massachusetts, and it's a production of Speaker Sisterhood. That does it for me this week, you guys. As always, stop waiting, start creating. I'll see you next time.